What up guys, this is Brian Evans and I want to introduce you guys to something new that I'm doing. I got my new texting community for all you guys who have questions or want to discuss something that has to do with film or just want to shout out and find out more about what kind of special offers we have going right now at Actors Revolution. My number is 646-328-6945. That's 646-328-6945. Hit me up with a quick text and ask me any questions you want to ask. I'll be sending out my favorite quotes, different offers that we have, uh, things that'll help you along in your journey to create your own material. We're here to help you guys and I want to be able to give you that easy access to me. Again, the number is 646-328-6945. Hit me up when you can. Send me a message. I'll send you a message back just so that you know that I got it. You can add me to your list. I'll add you to my list and we'll be in communication, guys. So hit me up when you can. Text me 646-328-6945 and I'll talk to you soon. What's up, everybody? My name is Brian Evans. You listen to the Actors Revolution podcast, where we bring you the information you need to blow up as an actor by creating your own material. Today, we're going to be dropping the big lesson I learned from Jerry Seinfeld. Check it out. As actors, the idea the idea is to take back control. control. We don't have to be at the behest of the industry anymore. It's something that if every actor switched their mindset and decided to become entrepreneurial with their specific skills as actors, they would have so much more power. That is what Actors Revolution is about. Okay, guys, welcome to the Actors Revolution podcast. So just recently, I rewatched this documentary I thought was really great called Comedian that Jerry Seinfeld did a long time ago. Um, And basically, it chronicles his uh, reemergence into the stand-up uh, comedy scene after he's done with Seinfeld. And so he's in New York, he's running around to different comedy clubs, he's retired all of his old jokes from before uh, the television show and is trying out completely brand new material on an audience for the first time. And basically, they chronicle this thing where he is going through the process of trying the jokes at several different comedy clubs and what it takes to put together a new act so he can go back on the road. Now, when we're going through the process, they do a really good job of doing a comparison between Jerry Seinfeld and this newcomer named Orny Adams. And he they deal with their attitudes about the, the work and the process. Now, Jerry, he takes responsibility for everything. If the show that he did that night was not good, he himself was not good. He was at fault. It was his fault. It had nothing to do with anything else but him and him not writing good jokes or not doing good delivery on those jokes on stage. Orny takes responsibility for nothing. He makes excuses. It's the time of day of the show. It's the lighting. The audience sucked. The world can't see his talent. People don't know what it takes to be a comedian. There's a million different things that he lays out as to why things are not going the way he wants them to go. And it creates this constant negative loop that's going on. And so right away, you can see the difference between the two of them. Jerry's attitude is everything is cool. He's having, you know, some fun doing what he's doing, takes responsibility for what he's doing. And Orny takes responsibility for nothing. And so there's a real contrast there in terms of Jerry's attitude being really good and Orny's attitude being really bad. And then Orny's not a bad comedian. He's just upset and angry and unhappy all the time. You know, another example of that, Jerry is completely focused on his act and making it better. You know, it's it's basically he's focused on the internal. OK, the things that he can control. Orny is focused on everything else. 
He's worried about who's talking about him. He's worried about what kind of deal he can make. He's worried about the fact that the other comedians are being mean to him, that the other comedians are afraid of his talent. And, you know, they're treating him badly because he's so talented that they're scared of him. All of this also creates this negative loop. And Jerry's loop is positive. One last example. Jerry is having a lot of fun creating with his friends. He's sitting around with Chris Rock or Colin Quinn kicking around joke ideas, enjoying himself, having some food, connecting with his his friends, and he's having fun on stage, even when things are going badly, even when people are heckling him, which he does get heckled because he forgets his jokes at one point. He has to check his notes. He's completely lost at some points on stage, and he's failing miserably, but he accepts it as part of the process. Orny is always preparing his jokes alone, stressed, miserable. Even when something good happens to Orny, like he actually gets an opportunity to be, to be a part of a Montreal comedy festival. He gets on the front page of that Canadian uh, newspaper out there. That's a national newspaper. And for the first time, this is a big deal for him because he's a newcomer, but he complains. He complains that the photo is bad. He complains that the crowd uh, isn't as impressed by this accomplishment when he mentions it the next night at his comedy show as they should be. He meant he gets involved in the fact that not enough people read that particular newspaper. This should be a huge accomplishment for him. Uh, and he also gets involved with Jerry's manager and Jerry's manager is interested in him, but his attitude is pretty horrendous most of the time. And it definitely creates a problem for him. You can see the issues that are forming between him and his manager when this should be a real opportunity. Okay. And it's funny because Orny complains at one point to Jerry about all the sacrifices he's made, how his friends are making money and getting ahead. And Jerry asks, is there something else you'd rather have been doing? You know, and he's half joking, but what he's, you know, he goes on to say, look, comedy, this is a special thing. It's basically, this is a privilege and you should be enjoying it and finding a way to really enjoy the process of doing it. And this is the lesson number one that I got from watching comedian is to enjoy the process. A lot of times we're out trying to make it as actors and we have this thing hanging around our neck that we have to pay dues. Well, you may have to spend some time not being a star. I mean, sometimes people never get to that place of being a star, but you have to enjoy the process. If all you're doing is sacrificing your time and seeing everything negative about the process of, of trying to get to a place where you can be successful as an actor, you're never going to get there, most likely. That creating, that can be extra work, but I'm going to say this right now. If you're not enjoying the process, you should stop doing it. It's not for you. Acting is a privilege to be creating and to even have the ability to be in a place in a country where you can pursue this dream you have of doing this work you love and making a living of it. That is a gift. It's a privilege. And it was what Jerry was trying to get across to Orny. Uh, and he never got it. He never got it. And it was kind of sad that he never got it because, you know, they leave the documentary with, you know, Orny being just frustrated. And I just wanted to make the point that, yeah, we all want to have success and we have so much opportunity now to help create that success for ourselves. So much more power, so much more agency over what happens in our careers. But you have to look at the process every time you make something, every time you create something, that you try to make it an experience that you're going to remember, 
that you're going to enjoy, that you're going to love, that you're going to get fulfillment out of. If you're not doing that, then you're doing something wrong and maybe you shouldn't be doing it. So lesson number one, enjoy the process. Lesson number two, have a stellar work ethic. Now, Jerry had uh, gotten into some of the things that he used to do when he first got started being comedian 20 or so years earlier. And basically he said, I used to only write one or two days a week. And basically he said one day he had a revelation. He sees a group of construction workers that are basically going back to work after lunch. Now he said to himself, you know, he's watching them go back. He's like, they don't want to go back to work. (laughs) They're not interested in going back and lifting more heavy things and hammering and, you know, carrying things around. They're going back to work because that's their job. And he realized that, you know, being comedian, as much as he did enjoy it, it was his job. It was something that he needed to commit to in the same way that you would any other job. And so from that point forward, he made the decision to commit to it in that way. And he got himself a calendar and basically every single day he would write. And every day that he wrote, he would put an X through an actual calendar that he hung on the wall. And before long, he had a chain of X's that he just didn't want to break. And so he was writing every single day. And that created a work ethic in him that ultimately led to his success, guys. So the point here is have a stellar work ethic. Take this situation seriously and know that if you want to get to a place where you have the extraordinary life of doing what you love and getting paid really well and being known for your work, if that's your goal and there's nothing wrong with that goal, You have to be an extraordinary person. That means doing more than the average person would do. That means being committed to this work in a way that not only uh, impresses everybody around you, but should impress you, that you should be there doing way more than you would normally expect. Because this privilege of doing this job, this privilege of doing this work, it's something that not everybody gets to do. And if you have the talent to do it, Put the extra work in. And that may mean taking up the the process of creating your own material. And I think it can make the whole process more fun. And it is a little bit of extra work, but definitely do the work that you need to do. Take it seriously. And that's the second lesson that I got from Jerry was to have a stellar work ethic. And I saw this documentary a long time ago, but it did make an impression upon me when I saw this. And it helped me to do some of the things that I've done uh, as I've moved forward in my career. Lesson number three, and this is the big lesson that I learned from Jerry Seinfeld, that comedians build their sets five minutes at a time. Now, what does that have to do with actors? Well, bottom line, let me run through it. The, a comedian builds his act basically five minutes at a time. He pulls together five minutes of material. He writes it out. He practices it at home. He goes on stage at a local bar and he tries this out in front of people. Now, usually about one minute of the material works, the other four minutes bomb. They don't do well at all with the other four minutes. The comedian scraps what doesn't work. He keeps the one or two jokes that, you know, that do work. And then he goes and writes another five minutes of material. He goes back. He tries the new material along with the one or two jokes that work. And over and over again, he continues to do that until he grows this into a 45 minute to an hour show. And then he takes it on tour. Maybe he gets uh, something on television, whatever works, depending on how successful this person is. But they, they their goal is to get to about 45 minutes uh, or an hour set of, of comedy material. So basically, people walk into 
a comedy club and see somebody do and do an hour's worth of material and think, oh, this guy is just funny. He was doing it five minutes at a time and he was testing constantly. And most of what that comedian does, including Jerry, doesn't work. He fails 80 to 90 percent of the time in the beginning of a new set of material. Now, this is what we do as actors when we're creating our own work. A lot of what we do will not work at the beginning. But we're going to try it. We're going to get that feedback. We're going to take that feedback, review it, see what makes sense and what doesn't make sense for us. And then we're going to improve the work. We're going to grow it. We're going to make more of it. And before long, we have a body of work that connects us with an audience. Now, that connection with the audience connects us with the industry. But we're doing it a little bit out of order. Most people go out, they audition, they hope they get a job. They hope that the industry can help bridge them to an audience. When we're creating our own material, we are connecting directly with our audience and we're building that audience over time. In addition to the audience itself that we're building, we're also building our ability to understand what the audience likes. I don't think you should go around substituting what the audience thinks is good for what you think is good, but you're going to find that more often than not, there's going to be a lot of material that you think is good and the audience thinks is good. And if you can stay in that sweet spot, you'll be satisfied and they'll be satisfied. You'll grow a connection with that audience. They'll follow you. They'll, you know, that audience will become bigger and bigger. And it puts you in a different category than an actor that is just going to an audition, hoping, you know, that they're going to get a job, even if they're a skilled actor. If you walk into any agent's office with a body of work that's tailor-made for you and you alone, And there's an audience out there that wants to see this material. You are leaps and bounds over any other actor without those elements, no matter how good that actor is. And you start with control. If they like you, they try to put together a show for you, not just put you in uh, a supporting. You haven't you noticed, guys, that so many comedians get their own show. This is also true a lot of times with um, rappers. Rappers all the time, they get really big roles and things right away because they have an audience that already follows them. They found a way to connect with that audience. And a lot of that comes from creating your own material, testing it out, getting that feedback and finding out what that audience likes and connecting with that audience with material that they like and you like. OK, you start out with some creative control. You create value for yourself as an actor. And this is really important. And this is all done five minutes at a time. And it's probably about the same because we can put together a five minute short, see what audiences like and don't like, go back and make another episode because the five minute short to me is a pilot. I never look at a short anymore as just a short. I look at it as a web series pilot. People like these particular uh, characters, then I'm going to develop those characters further and build something out. That's what I would do if I was first starting out right now. So this is something that's really important. So the big lesson, guys, go out there and test your material. Do it five minutes at a time. Do it with something short. Do it with something that you can put directly in front of an audience yourself that you're not depending on someone else to do that for you. Because if they don't like it, then you don't get a shot. But you just don't know how an audience is going to respond to that. Industry people do the best they can to try to figure out what an audience is going to like. They just don't know for sure. And I think that if you think you have talent and you think you're being overlooked and you think that you haven't gotten, you know, a real opportunity to show what you can do, create that material, put it out in the world, show people directly what you can do and see if an audience responds. Even if it's only to 10 or 20% of what you do, that's enough to start to connect with those few people 
and to take the stuff that doesn't work and get rid of it and write your, your next five minutes and grow an audience and grow a body of work that's going to make you tremendously valuable to the industry. So the three lessons are, guys, number one, enjoy the process. Don't look at everything as if you're paying dues. If you're not having fun, something's wrong. And I think that you should go out and figure out how to uh, to enjoy it. And that may mean creating some of your, your own material so that you can pick the people that you work with, so that you're not competing uh, with every other actor under the planet for every single role. Enjoy the process. Have some fun. Make your own stuff. Okay. Lesson number two, have a stellar work ethic. Don't just do this one time and then stop because it didn't really go as, as you planned it to go. Take the understanding with you from this show that in the beginning, even Jerry Seinfeld fails 80 to 90% of the time when he's first trying something out. We're no better than Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. You go out there, you fail, you find out what worked, you pick it up, you get rid of the stuff that doesn't work and you do it again, but continue to do it. Have that stellar work ethic. Do it every day in terms of connecting, writing and working on your craft. And the last thing is do it five minutes at a time. Do it in small bites. Do it in a manageable way. So that way you don't spend all your money or an enormous amount of time on a project that really doesn't pay back those dividends. You do it a little at a time. You learn as you go along. You build up a true knowledge of what the audience wants and what you want and develop yourself in terms of your skills uh, in acting as you go along, guys. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to the Actors Revolution podcast and spending a bit of your day with us. This show is brought to you by How to Start, a free mini course that helps actors who want to get started creating their own material but don't know how. The promo right after uh, the ending of the show is going to bring you all the information. In the meantime, thanks so much. And this episode of Actors Revolution is a wrap. You guys out there who really want to start creating your own material, but you haven't got a clue where to begin. Well, we got something for you guys. It's a mini course I put together called How to Start. It gets to the heart of what it is you need to do. If you don't even have an idea yet, this course is going to help you to take the first few steps to get to a project uh, that you can create that's going to be specific to you, that's going to show your unique skills as an actor off to the world, attract those agents, managers, uh, an audience for you. It really can do that for you if you guys follow the steps so you're going to go to actorsrevolution.net forward slash start that's actorsrevolution.net forward slash start you'll have all the information right there you can jump right in the course absolutely free guys free mini course for you guys to get yourself started in creating your own material go to actorsrevolution.net forward slash start actorsrevolution.net forward slash start we'll see you on the inside